BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right now on Earwolf, Harvey Gann joins the Spanish Aki Presents crew to talk about recycling to pay for his first improv class and how he found out he would play Guillermo in What We Do in the Shadows. For more, follow at Earwolf on social media. Happy listening. Hey, it's Jess. And Zach from Off Book, the improvised musical. We're excited to let you know that we are releasing bonus episodes exclusively on Stitcher Premium. Our exclusive content is wild and all over the place. We use some songs generated by robots on the internet. I played recorder a little bit one time. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Jess and I just getting real about everything and really... Um, if you think off book is wild, the bonus content is a new level of wild. To listen, go to stitcher.com slash premium and sign up with the code off book for a free month of listening. You'll get access to our exclusive bonus episodes. Plus, you'll be able to hear every episode of off book and other great earwolf podcasts all ad free. That's stitcherpremium.com slash premium promo code off book. Welcome to the Earwolf Theater. We now present off book. Off book. Musical podcast with Zach and Jess. That one's Jess McKenna. That one is Zach Reno. We got Scott Passarella, King of Pianists, Pianists of Kings. We got Choo Choo Engineer Brett on the fret. Acoustic guitar today. Come on. Come on. So beautiful. We got producer Dana Wickens on the sticks producing the drums. As good as as they they come. come. (laughs) And we got the titular. Here he is. Can Back you believe for it? Another episode of Happy Paul Updates. Happy Paul Updates to you and yours. May the spirit of the season light up your heart. It's Paul, Paul F. Tompkins. Hi. Are you regretting the premise yet? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm always happy to see you guys. I'm always happy to play with you. Truly. I still don't understand why this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's hard to book podcasts. I, I get it. If you can lock one person in for four episodes, then great. <laughs> Jessica, can I talk to you? <laughs> you figured it. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, it's the greatest gift we could give our listeners. <laughs> and mostly for us. Yes. Mostly just because we like doing you know, this show You know, it's important this time of year to give to others, but also to yourself. Arguably... It's most important to give to yourself at all times. Number one. You got you gotta you can't be in a position to give to others if you're not taking care of yourself. It's I just believe true. it was Mr. Jesus Christ who said, put your own mask on first. <laughs> he said, I'm looking out for me. Yeah. He said, 
Nail yourself to the cross before you can nail anyone else to their cross. <laughs> wow. That just makes wow, sense. that's the darkest Christmas Eve joke I've ever heard. <laughs> Goodness. Um uh, uh yeah, you gotta put that mask on Wait first. Wait a minute. Is it Christmas Eve? It's Christmas Eve. The Eve of Christmas? The Eve of Christmas. Christmas is tomorrow? The dawn before the day of Christmas Day. Can we open one present? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's going to be pajamas. <laughs> I'm telling you now. It is every. I remember. I definitely did that. I definitely looked for the thing that I knew was the was the least exciting present. And you open that first. I was like, I'll open that. So I have the the experience of opening a present, but then tomorrow will be all about the main event. That's really. That's like uh, I'm eating my vegetables first, kind of thing. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes on your plate, or for me, my Halloween candy. Get rid of these almond joys. <laughs> Throw them at ducks. Now I think I would like Throw them at ducks. <laughs> These ducks have a happy Halloween like have an almond joy. <laughs> um, are you guys familiar with the uh, the Swedish concept of Heige? Yes. Of like comfort and uh, coziness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Jessica has been pu- Jessica has been pushing, I think rightfully so, to make this just like a cozy episode. She's got Brett on acoustic guitar. She's pushing I'm the Swedish comfort uh, idea of high theory of high I wish we had some comfort lighting, but we're down to one oh, lamp. We can do one lamp. We can do a very, one can do a very dark episode. Is that cozy or is that power failure? <laughs> well, I can turn my phone flashlight on. You're right. We should have had cozier lighting. I regret that we don't have cozier lighting. Oh, no. Paul's normally so good at cozy lighting. I should have brought my candles. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I should have brought your candles. (laughs) Hey, why don't you take a seat by the fire? We got it roaring away. Why don't you take a seat by the fire? dreaming of maybe that doesn't fill you up with self-care love do you need to put on a mask or rewatch friends whatever it does just do it again so you can get cozy with yourself get cozy with yourself why don't you light a whole bunch of candles that have been sitting in your bathroom all year. You've got so many scents from cedar to eucalyptus to the just one called holiday cheer. It probably smells like cranberries and pine with some gingerbread thrown in. Just light a bunch of candles and hide them all around and let the coziness begin. Get cozy with yourself. Put a sweater on and get cozy with yourself. Put on the big fuzzy socks. Cozy with yourself. Even though we don't drink milk as adults, you can do it just today. Sure. Throw on season two of The Crown. You've seen it so many times, but it lifts you up when you are down. You don't even have to pay attention. Look at your phone with The Crown on. Do 
deep background You're under a blanket with season two of The Crown The Crown Get cozy with yourself I didn't see you I there. I didn't see you there. Why didn't we see well, each other? I didn't see you well, hello, there. I didn't, I didn't see, see you there. Hold on. I didn't see you there. I have a question. Yes. Now, I've been coming to this cabin in the woods every winter through this door. Well, I've been coming to this cabin in the woods through this chimney. Well, I've been coming to this cabin through the woods through the door in the floor. Well, it oh. seems like... We're just three storytellers who all came together prepared to tell our story who all came into this cabin. Yes, I call it my little chalet away. <laughs> I, Because <laughs> it's a chalet. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I call it my little cabin in the goods. <laughs> I call it my Hyuga Hattie Hole. Oh, well, that's oh, uh, very nice. Well, thank you very much. Well, You're clearly f- uh, familiar with the uh, Swedish concept of Hyuga. <laughs> Wait, is that a real word? Oh, yes. Did you not know? I just was doing some baby talk from when I was a toddler. Well, isn't that special? You stumbled upon the <laughs> Swedish concept of comfort and joy. Well, isn't that special? I don't want to uh, deprive either. Well, first of all, <laughs> I should introduce myself. Oh, and yes. And, and we, we, should never, we, we should have all have introduce Please ourselves. Please allow us to introduce ourselves. Please allow us to introduce ourselves. <laughs> My name is Mr. Cranberries Fontaine. <laughs> I come from across that sweeping plain. I'm wearing just a bunch of shrubs and sticks up in my hair. And I got a Cranberries Fontaine story to share. You introduced yourself, that's who you are. Now we know that's who you Cranberries are. Cranberries Fontaine! You yourself, that's who you are. Now we, we know, know who you are. are. Hello, my name is Penelope Peppercorn, and I'm wearing a ragdoll dress. It was a costume when I was in fourth grade, but I still wear it because I love it, yes. And I came from that little town bottom of the hill and I come up here for just one night to get some time to myself to kill I introduce myself that's who I am you you introduce yourself now we know who you are well hello I'm Montgomery Rambles And though it's true that I take no gambles I come from here and I come from there And one time I made friends with a bear Wow! 
we're not in touch anymore. And sure. We just naturally drifted apart. Sure. It wasn't like a falling out or anything. Some people come for a reason. Other people come for a season. <laughs> you introduced yourself. Now we know who I are. Yeah. You introduced yourself, and now we know who we are. Come on, Penelope and Cranberries. Well, just here we are. Just three, here we are. Three storytellers coming to this cabin from three different ways. Now, I don't want to deprive any of us from telling the story we came to tell to whatever neighborhood children usually come and sit out by our crackling, roaring fire. Yes, the neighborhood of this cabin. Well, the sort of neighbors are the birds and the bears and the bees and the... Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it's not really a neighbor. No, that's nice, Cranberry. Normally I, I gather up it. normally I gather up a bunch of pine cones to tell my story to. It'll be mighty fine to tell it to two gentlemen like yourself. Well, I've always just told my story to the corner of the cabin, Blair Witch style. <laughs> hmm. My, what a frightening image, Montgomery. <laughs> I mean, I can't see it from the outside, so I have no idea. To me, it's just an extreme close-up of the wall. <laughs> well, what a fun observation about perspective. <laughs> Perspective. Montgomery, you surely are proving your worth as a storyteller. Well, thank you, Penelope. So are you with that strange tale about the dress that you've been wearing since, since fourth, fourth grade. grade? Well, you are a small woman. Buddy. Yes, Mercy. Only this time of year, I should be clear. I, I, see. I, I pull it out just for my holiday getaway in my away chalet. Uh, well. Cranberries, I think you were onto a mighty fine idea where perhaps we each just still tell our story, but now not in the corner of a room, not in front of pine cones, and not in front of the children bees and birds. No, I was thinking we would tell them to each other, and I had one fine idea more. Oh. What if instead of telling three separate stories, we combine them all together, all the while not knowing how the other two stories end or will go? You know, I have no idea how that'll turn out, but I guess we'll try. I'm not even sure how it will work. I have zero problem with this sketchy scheme. Well, I suppose I'll start because it's as good a time as any. Yes, Miss Peppercorn, I do think that would be a wonderful thing to do. Now, my story begins... In a cold and distant mountain town. Ooh, I already feel cold and far away. Where three tiny little children were having themselves an adventure. You know, just because. Not because. You know how children get where they decide. I want to go on an adventure. I want to go far and wide. I want to go on an adventure. Not the regular old swings and slides. What if I took my two little brothers and we set out in the snow with no map or agenda? Oh, who knows what we'll know when we get back from our journey? Oh, who knows what's in store? And I'm sure we won't get lost or cold or sick. Oh, this will be fine. It's extremely cold out here when we're following our sister around. And it started to snow, so I no longer can see the footprints that we've left in the ground. But I think that we came from that way, and we were going here. It's fine. 
mine But I think we should take shelter in this old abandoned mine And this will be fun We won't get cold or sick or dead And this will be fun Huddle up here instead And this will be fine Just an adventure in the band My older siblings don't think I can be tough But now there's an adventure happening And I'm tagging along That explains my presence in this song <laughs> Fine, Fine. into this mine, Courtney. Yeah, good looking out, Ty. And good's tagging along, Sammy. Thanks, Courtney! No one touch anything. And remember, we don't have to worry unless we hear a canary. Oh no, too late. Wait, also, did we bring a canary? No, I just thought mines come with canaries. Sammy, you be the canary. Real quick, I touched three things already. And also... If we hear a canary, what do we do? Drop dead of gas poisoning, I think. <laughs> if we hear one? If the canary is calling, it's because it's dying of gas. Oh, oh yeah. wait, yeah. It's not that you hear the canary. Yeah. It's that the canary <laughs> drops dead. That's and right. then you know to get out. Okay, so nobody good. So I guess we don't need a canary. I guess we don't need a canary. Yeah, if there's gas, like, we'll just drop dead. Okay, yeah, that'll be okay. If someone drops dead, then we know to get out because there's a gas leak. Now, Sammy, I want to tell you, it'll probably be you because you have the smallest body to filter out the gas. Okay, so, Ty, if Sammy dies, we have to run. Okay. But also, (laughs) Sammy, if you start to see, like, weird visions or something, tell us. Because then we can leave. But if he's, Sammy won't die. And if he just starts to die, we can French kiss good air back into him. Ty, why'd you say French kiss it? Isn't that what people do on the TV when someone's dying? Someone has to French kiss air back into them. I don't them. think they put their tongue in their mouth. Well, What's I don't that? know how you would know either way. Their mouths are over each other. Don't tell anyone, but I kissed a boy. <gasps> what? I said don't tell anyone. Sammy, why'd you kiss the boy? Yeah, why would you do that? Gross. But like, why would you do that? Like. Your mouth is for yourself and for eating lots of treats. Your tongue's gonna be all out of joint. Why would you do that? The tongues are all gross and wet. I would never kiss a girl or a boy or even a household pet. Yeah, remember when I put my tongue on the side of a dog. What the dog was like And then Sammy put his tongue In the back of the car And it stuck there all night (laughs) Courtney, why would you do that? If you have to ask, maybe you'll never know Wait, what? What? (laughs) Yeah, I stand by what I said If you have to ask, maybe you'll never know 
had it. That's right. Of course you don't. That's the point of saying something like that, is that you don't get it. I don't understand, though. Yeah, I know. That's the Do point. Do you remember the time I put my tongue on the 9-volt battery? Yeah. Just to see if I could get it out of the sink with my tongue. Honestly, why would you do that? Why not? You two do a weird thing with your tongues. Why would you do that? At least kissing with the tongue is fun. It's super fun, but it's weird and wet. tongue on the side of a dog. <laughs> and now, Mr. Montgomery, would you like to pick up the thread? <laughs> Certainly I would. Well, those three children, mm-hmm. after discussing open mouth kissing... Sure. That's always the pine cone's favorite part when I tell this story. The pine cones are a sassy bunch. You know, it's funny to realize that it must seem... Totally wild to a child to kiss with tongue. <laughs> I mean, I it mean, certainly doesn't make sense to a small child. Even as an adult, if you stop and think about it, it's it, weird. It is weird. Just a sort of incredibly intimate thing that does not have a whole lot of uh, biological purpose. There's zero purpose to it. To it kissing at all. Very strange, kind of disgusting, and yet... We must do it. And yet we must. And yet we must. Like Put it what? on a t-shirt. Oh, when you start doing it, you don't want to stop. And yet we must. And yet? yet we must. Now, Mr. Montgomery, I don't want to take anything away from your story. So, you know, please proceed as your story normally would. Well, my story, of course, is our story. Oh, oh. Mr. Montgomery Rambles. <laughs> Just below the children, in the abandoned mine, there was a... A kind of village, under the ground, Mm. where under the ground people lived. Some called them gnomes, some called them elves, some called them goblins, some people called them Maurice. (laughs) Boo-wee-boo-woo! What a joker you are. (laughs) I'm also a smoker, and if I must be honest, a midnight joker. I was hoping you'd say that. Now, under the ground, these people were truly known as the Dirties. Because they lived in the dang dirt. And they ate dirt, and they loved it. Do you want to make a dirt man? A man made out of dirt. Stop asking me, I'm too busy to make a dirt man. Do you want to make a dirt man? 
I wish you would leave me alone. Look at this long list of things I have to do. I have to make a dirt fondue before I can make a dirt man with you. But we could make a dirt man. We could make a dirt man. A man of dirt. And he could help make your dirt fondue and do all of your other dirt work. We could make a dirt man. You want to make a dirt man. Maybe I'll try. If I want to make a dirt man. If not, I have to ask why. I've already made the center of the dirt man and the head and I've made all three parts. The only part that's left is to decorate the dirt face. Do you want to make a a dirt dirt man? We'll use dirt for eyes. And then we'll use dirt for for nose and dirt for for the mouth. Wait, but I have to say grab Lord instead of making him a hat out of dirt. Okay. Why don't we use this old But the top hat given to us by a traveling magical man who we never saw again. No, we never saw again. I think his name was Maurice. That's right. (laughs) All right, let's put. I think his name was uh, yeah Maurice. That's right. All right. You're sure there's not magic in this old top hat, right? I don't. I don't remember. It was a long time since Maurice. Put it on the dirt, man. Life? Who are, who are you? Who am I? Um, this... I'm Gramples. Um, and my name... That's Framples. Yeah. <laughs> We're dirt people. Hey, Gramples, Framples, mm-hmm. who am I? I think you're... Wow, he already has a sense of self. Um, <laughs> you're, a dirt, we, you're a dirt man. You're a dirt man. Should uh, we call you call Maurice. Maurice? Yeah. You're Maurice. You're Maurice the dirt man. Maurice, you Maurice the dirt man. You could be so many things. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like what? Well, I'd say, let's see. If I think about Maurice uh, the dirt man, I could say you could be anything. You know, some people may call you a space cowboy. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Well, you could be a space cowboy. I mean, I'm saying you already you came out of dirt and now you're here. Yeah, so that's like a pretty big jump. I wouldn't sort of limit yourself to what you can or cannot be. Oh, I could be anything. Yeah, Maurice. Anything? Anything, sure. Anything. What will I be? Man wonders aloud. What will I be? Will I be humble or proud? I could be tall or I could be small. I could be thin or I could be stout. What will I be? It's worth thinking about. What will you be? What will I be? The dirt man.
is your first morn. This is the day when you got in the dirt and you were born. What will you be? It's worth thinking about. Will I grow to be something that's good? Will I do good in this neighborhood? Will the children praise me and sing, or will I have to go and hang myself from a tree and swing? What will I be? I'm a dirt man who's waiting to see. What will I be? What will you be? CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Question and that is what will I be, don't you see? I don't know what I will be. of this story what aspect will cranberries fontaine bring to the mix how will these three storytellers end their cozy vacation in the woods that little chalet away that hidey hidey hole <laughs> find out when we return to the second half of tales from a cozy cabin the, the musical, musical. If you think you may be depressed or you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious, BetterHelp Online Counseling offers licensed professional therapists who are trained to listen and to help for anxiety or difficulty in achieving your goals, anger, self-esteem, and more. It's simple. You fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then get matched with a counselor in under 48 hours. Then you can easily schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus exchange unlimited messages to communicate with your therapist at your convenience. Everything you share is confidential and you can request a new therapist at any time at no additional charge. Join the 1 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp counselor. It is such a stressful time right now and mental health is so important. Yes, please value your mental health. It's so important. Get involved in feeling better. BetterHelp is an affordable option that our listeners get 10% off your first month with a discount code OFFBOOK. Get started today at betterhelp.com slash OFFBOOK. 
When it comes to holiday gifting for guys, it's not always easy. Until now, because with Mack Weldon, it's super simple to find something great, no matter which guy you're shopping for. Whether it's Mack Weldon's warm knit tops, undershirts, or Sunday lounge pants, Mack Weldon has men's basics that are guaranteed to keep everyone on your list comfortable. Guys, no joke. I'm in the lounge pants right now. They're so comfortable. Love them. Also, no joke. So am I. Hell yeah, dude. let's be real about these clothes and how great they are. They're great. I have two pieces of Mack Weldon clothing on my body at all times. It's just a quarantine rule. Um, We love them. The website's easy. I don't know how else to tell you this, y'all. Change your life. Get some Mack Weldon into it. Mack Weldon promises comfort and consistent fit from socks, shirts, hoodies, underwear, polos, and active shorts. Mack Weldon's wide range of customized fabrics can keep you can keep up with you no matter what your day looks like, whether you're working out, going out, or going to work, or on a date. And with Weldon Blue, Mack Weldon's totally free loyalty program, you'll get free shipping for life. If you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep them and they'll still refund you. No questions asked. Win the gift giving season and get 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com slash book and enter promo code book. That's MacWeldon.com slash book promo code book for 20% off. MacWeldon reinventing men's basics. Welcome back. When we last left, three storytellers, <laughs> one didn't have a candy cane in their mouth. Why would you be the first one to talk? <laughs> Well, hi there. Three storytellers had gathered in a cabin to each combine their stories on this <laughs> Tales from a Cozy Cabin. Tales from a Cozy Cabin. Tales from a Cozy Cabin. Well, well come on now, Mr. Fontaine. Don't be shy. No, Please, just, I, Cranberries. I, I May I call you Cranberries? Please. Please do regale us with your tales. Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm worried your two stories took place geographically close to each other. We were in the mine car. All we had to do was go underground to find the dirt people, and the mine is somewhat further away. Well, that's all right, Mr. Fontaine. I'm sure we can make it work as best we can. That's what stories are for. I'll try to move it to a to a to an area closer by. Well, how's that? If you'd I mean, like, but also we're you happy. You don't have to, to walk us through the whole yeah, process. Tell, tell the version you want to tell, Mr. It just seems like it's in a sort of a different... Okay. Picture a world where big robots turn into cars. Oh, wow. And they're searching for the Allspark. There's good robots and bad robots. What's the Allspark again? No one's quite sure, but it's very important to the big robots. They all want it so bad. Hmm. Uh, now... This is your story? Mm-hmm. This is definitely a story that you have told. Yes, it's the one I tell every year. It's the story of a big, good fire truck and a big, bad ambulance. Forever war, but they're really robots, remember? Forever. Caught in a cosmic crisis to find a piece of tech. That will save their far-off robot world and win them robot respect. And the robots are always changing into robots with guns and knives. And they're fighting on our planet of Earth and impacting our human lives. They are changed car robots. Robot change-a-thons. Change-a-trons. 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 Change a truck. <laughs> That's what they are. 
The fire truck's good And the ambulance is bad Hello, Tron. it's me, fire truck I've been here for a thousand years Even though to you humans You're like, hmm, I think that's weird Because I've only seen a fire truck In recent human time Well, I've always been here Standing beside to help you with your crime I'm a fire truck Change your truck, fire truck, change your truck. Thought it was a robot, but the robot's gone, and there's a fire truck, cause it's a change your truck. Yes, I do help you. I help to keep up safe and norm. You know, when I have to change, I never transform. But when I see something that needs help, when you need help, then I realize, well, watch how quickly I can. Change a truck, fire truck, change a truck. Oh no, what do I see? Oh no, it can't be my nemesis, the ambulance, which should be good, but this one isn't good. He is my nemesis. Ambulance, change a truck. Fancy seeing you here. Shut up, fire truck. You. Oh, dang it. I can't believe you told me to shut up. And the ambulance really stuck it to fire truck in that moment. Really dug in, and he kept going. He didn't stop there. Hmm. You probably think you'll defeat me because of our relative sizes. He said. A fire truck is bigger than an ambulance, as one surmises. Yes. But when we change into robots, which any minute now will do, <laughs> then you will see that I'm a robot who's every big as a robot you. Oh, we're equal size, change your trons. Equal size, change your trons. We're the same height and we're as long When we change into our robot form We're equal size, change your trons Equal size, change your trons Equal size, change your trons And while the two of them were locked in a battle A battle as old as time Another smaller change tron <laughs> Came riding down the line the horizon his size it comes it grows sir yes it is a small change of tron a riding lawnmower stay back lawnmower this fight is too big for you you puny fool i'm a Disguise the lawnmower more than meets the eyes Cause you may not know this But I can get grass that grows and trim it to be shorter That's what I, a lawnmower, do But when I turn into a change of tron I am just as big as you Equal size, change of tron Equal size, change of tron Equal size, I can mow the lawn But when I don't I'm an equal-sized Changetron! Now these three Changetrons were locked in a battle of elastic for the- Ow! Ow! Hey! Ow! 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 
Stop hitting swipe, me! Swipe, hit, kick, hit, ow! punch! Hit, punch, swipe, kick, Bro. dodge! No. Dodge! I don't see why you two can't get along. Oh, lawnmower, don't you know that this feud is as old as time? Sure. Ambulances have always hated fire trucks. Fire trucks have always <laughs> hated ambulances. And lawnmowers have always dealt with the fallout from your inevitable wars, hiding from both of you. Even though one of you fights for good and one of you fights for evil, the destruction you bring upon the land, it affects the lawnmowers more than any. Lawnmower, don't you know I, all I want to do is return back to our galaxy, but I can't find the spark plug? What? Yes, the spark plug. And all I want to do is conquer Earth and make everyone into an ambulance. And all I want to do is mow the lawn for ten fifty an hour. You have no ambition beyond just being the... I just want a living wage of mowing lawns. Oh, you want to get paid for it? Yeah, ten fifty an hour. I, I feel you. I Sure. Sammy! Sammy, it's not making any sense. There's no robots in front of you. And why would an ambulance and a fire truck not get along? They work together. Oh, no. Courtney, he might be going crazy from the gas poisoning. We gotta get out... Mr. Fontaine, is this all right that I've injected to my children into this tale? No, please. Most of my story is just cool punches and kicks from the big robots. <laughs> the big explosions. The camera sort of turns to the sun and they get cool lens flare. I know it's not the most satisfying narrative trope to say this was all a dream, this was all a vision, but it just is what occurred to me in the moment. Well, no. can I shoehorn an element in there? Please, please, Mr. Rambles. Oh, look, you guys. Do you, do you see that that mound of dirt wearing a hat? Oh, very good, Mr. Rambles. That is a nice way to get Maurice the Dirt Man in there. Right, and so we don't know if uh, he's actually seeing the that's Dirt Man. That's fun, and that's if, fun. Yeah, it's fun. Because... Okay, let me let me keep this suspense for a while by narrating that the other two children... Penelope, do it. I don't know what you're... Talking about Sammy? Oh no, Ty, you're right. We gotta get out of this mine. There must be a gas leak and Sammy's our canary. Oh, oh no. Oh, the mine cart. This will be the fastest way out if we rode it on the track, but there's it doesn't work. Wait, what's this smaller like, motorized thing that looks like a mine cart and it's got blades on the bottom? Very I'm sorry. good. No, I, I brought the lawnmower back no, into I, reality. I, I, I thought so it that I was saw... part of the hallucination of the boar, but now it has become manifest that in is the very world. Fun. Well, now, did, did the boar gain special gas power? I suppose that... we don't know if it is brought. If it is made whole by the small boy Sammy, or if it was already in the mine, it is a mystery yet to be unraveled. Mm. And I would say it's interesting that Sammy perhaps has had a vision, and now the other boy has had a vision. Oh, that's fun. And it might increase by their size. Make Courtney is the oldest. Perhaps she she has not yet had a vision. Whether they're having visions or whether they're all slowly dying of gas poisoning remains to be seen. I like this, and you don't know till the end of the story. And you don't know till the end of the story. And you know what's real fun? Well, for us, the storytellers, we don't know either. Yes, normally when I tell my story, I know how it ends. It exactly. ends with the fire truck punching the ambulance so hard that he splits apart. That, but that's different. That's not that's what we're different. doing right that's now. Now, when I tell but, my it's story, a mighty punch. Yeah, when I tell my story about the dirties, the the dirt man who comes to life, mm-hmm. he uh, teaches the town the true meaning of dirt. 
Oh, that's very nice. And normally when I tell my story, you realize that the children were, they were just playing make-believe in a fort their whole time. Again, I, I lean on that narrative device as but, a crush. But this store won't end any of those ways. It couldn't possibly. It can't and it shan't. It can't and it shan't. It won't and it don't. <laughs> just a thing about a story. Mm. It's like a winding river. Ooh. The banks may stay the same, but the water won't forgive her as it rolls along with new water over bramble and bush. You can't make a water flow. No, you can't give water a push. And that's like a story. Story like a river. Can't contain it. That's, that's like, like a, a story. Story like a river in the river banks. You can't try to tame it. When I'm telling a story, if I don't know how it ends, I'm just like a leaf on the tide, just screaming out for my friends to come and save me from this story. I don't know where the story goes, save me from this story, so I can feel my toes. That's like a story. Leaf on the wind ain't nobody telling it where to blow. That's like a story. Leaf on the wind not following the road where it will go. And that's like a story. Oh, when when I tell a story, it's like trying to ride an ostrich as if it was a horse to get on the back of that. Big bird, descendant of a dinosaur, and you try to hold on to its neck as it runs and it squawks all around. Inevitably, the ostrich's gonna throw you right onto the ground, and I think that's like a story. An ostrich can't always be like a horse, that's, that's like, like a story. story. And it is a dinosaur, yes, of course, that's like, like a, a story. story. Whether it's feathers, waters, or leaves, the story can make you, can make you believe. Believe in the river, in the leaves, in the ostriches. That's like a story. That is like a story. Let's get back to the story. <laughs> well, Ty, Sammy, gosh, I'm sure worried about what's happening right now. Maybe we need to get out of here, or maybe I just need to take a deep breath. Courtney, no, taking a deep breath is the join last us, thing we should Courtney, be doing. Get on us. this. Get on this. <laughs> get on this. Ro- <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get on this robot minecart lawnmower with you two, and we're gonna approach this friendly dirt man and see what he has to teach us. You. Children of above. Yes. Why have you come here? We were looking for an adventure. adventure. But now we're all going to die from gas poisoning, maybe. Or we're being saved. We don't know. Let me absorb gas fumes into my body. That's one of the things that dirt can do. The true meaning of dirt, at least one of them, is that it can absorb gas fumes. Yeah. Wow, you're right, Ty. Way to remember one of the true meanings of dirt. It's so hard because sometimes in our day-to-day rush, we forget about how much dirt gives us. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Dirtman. Is there someone else we should call you? Yes, 
You may call me Maurice. into the surface of the planet mm. and the ambulance and the fire truck must sort of come together but I feel like that's a sort of hiding that we have not earned in our collective story of having a meteor hurdle I would normally plant the sort of seeds of the meteor back earlier on in the story yeah right and I don't want to sort of redirect the entire right, story right. but I do want to sort would it be alright if a very small meteor 
just a sort of size of a baseball to sort of enter into the story here. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Not earth-threatening. It's just sort of they find it and it's fun and then they move on. Would I can't that be see, okay? I can't see I why not. I have no problem with that. Now, at this part of my story, mm-hmm. usually the dirt man has to leave the children and he cries so much because he's so sad. Uh, he makes tears of mud and then causes a great mudslide under the ground. Well, wow, what a disaster. Wow, you both really lean on some, some heightening to disaster. Yeah, jokes. it's rough. Like, yeah, you, no, you, I understand. My story, you think the dirt man's going to return every year, but no, he wipes out the entire village underground. Well, now. All the dirties? All the dirties are dead. <laughs> All the dirties are dead. He done those dirties. Oh my gosh! Well, and you is... retell this story? <laughs> what? <laughs> you retell? I've this... told it so many times. That is sad. I just, I mean, oh, upon one here, and I'd say, oh wow, that really stuck with me. What a, what a sentimental and tender story. But I'd say, please don't tell me that again. It's too sad. No, it's not a popular story, but I'm compelled to tell it. Well. I do think that perhaps uh, Maurice the Dirt Man has served a wonderful purpose of, I would say, perhaps absorbing the gas. So uh, I think he can still say goodbye to the children, perhaps as their vision of him fades. And maybe he just gets a little misty. He doesn't yes, actually cry. Of, so similar to how it's a very small meteor, we'll have a very small mudslide. <laughs> just confined to the Dirt Man's cheeks. Very sweet. Wow. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Maurice, for taking in all those gases. I'm starting to feel better. How about you, Ty? How about you, Sammy? I feel pretty good. Wait, and look, a shooting star to make a wish. Oh, wait. No, it's, it's getting closer and closer and closer. I'm going to catch it. No, Ty, don't catch I'm it. I'm going to catch it with an open heart. No, Ty, Ty, no, Ty. Ty don't like catch a bad it. Idea. Ty, I'm going to catch it. It's an object hurling from space. How often you get a chance to catch an object hurtling from... Oh, I missed it. (laughs) Hit the ground. You guys distracted me. I was going to catch it. I think we saved your life. But wait, look. I can't see Maurice as well anymore. He's fading now that the gas is leaving my system. Is it dusty in here? He's crying. No, I'm not. He's crying I'm for not. sure. No, I'm not. Shut up. He's crying. Die, oh, you kids. He's crying just like Brandon did after we kissed him the first time because he said, oh, no, I didn't know joy like that could exist. You kissed a boy so good he cried? Don't worry about it. I've got to try I mean, this. You brought it up. And Sammy, really come here. Like kiss just... me so good we cried. No. <laughs> <laughs> not now, Ty. We have to say goodbye to Maurice. How do you do it? Did you use, like, a lot of tongue? No, just the right amount. No, I can't get into this. Teach me how to kiss my brother with tongue so good that we cry. Ty, I'm going to chalk this up that you still have some gas in your system. I cannot do that, all right? Goodbye, incest children. I will always remember you. Bye, Maurice. I now will return to the dirt. Just like he said. Just like we all will. Look, it's just a hat sitting there in the ground. Huh. What happens if we put on the hat? Yeah. Maybe if we put on the hat and then kiss, it'll be magical. Yeah. Stop it. It'll be even better than Courtney. Mom's going to be so mad at me. Like, this is going to be really confusing to explain. Wait, guys. That lawnmower that we were all riding on, it's still here, but it stopped moving. What if we put the hat on the lawnmower? Hey, I got an idea. Okay. What if we take that baseball-sized object from space? Okay. Put that inside the hat. Done. Then put that on the lawnmower. Ooh, it's like, hmm, a turducken? <laughs> it's all fitting together so perfectly. It's all coming together 
in a way that another way it couldn't be that's puzzle pieces so clearly meant to fit forever these three things are all perfectly fitting together it's fitting together It's fitting together Like we all share one destiny Fitting together Like it could only be this way To fit together Yes, on this day So put that tiny rock from space In that old dusty hat And put that on this lawnmower's back Yeah, and then we three siblings will sit on the lawnmower too Cause we're an important component of the fitting together that we have to do It's coming together All like twine It's fitting together And we knew it would be fine And the only thing left to make this story great forever Is for the three of us to put our tongues together To what you two are doing But I'm too far on the other side And I know that it is strange But look at this lawnmower It's starting to change I am In this snowstorm But I will take you home Hey, Courtney Yeah? Yes? I'm a little worried Yeah? That lawnmower is like a robot But also he's like a human skin Do you think it's the top hat? It might be the top hat I think it gives like a sort of Deep humanity What's what's he This is scary Are you scared? Punching and kicking a lot Punching and kicking the air But look we're home. He was so strange, and it was odd when he changed. But maybe we'll just take the hat. Yoink! Now he's just a lawnmower once more. I'm a little relieved. Hey, what do you think would happen if we all kind of put on the hat? I know it'll be hard to fit, like, but we have three kind of small heads, and we put this top hat on? I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's just try it really quick, okay? Okay. Hello. Winston, you're late for our meeting where we discuss the terms of the day. Oh my gosh, we all became Winston Churchill in season two of The Crown. Your Majesty. Your Majesty! Your Majesty! Wow! It's fitting together! So perfect and linearly, it's fitting together! Landing, I'm sure that we all could see! Fitting together! 
got it. You got it. Let's all say the thing that we always say at the end of our story. Come punch punch kick. kick. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how I keep doing it. Neither do I. But, but we're thankful that you do. <laughs> My gosh, thank you so much. This has been such a blast for us. And um, it's, you and know. we're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it, it, it's Christmas Eve and uh, we're going to give you another Christmas present. Dear listeners, another holiday present. We're in the m- middle of Hanukkah. Yes. Yeah, we're right. Started on the 22nd. Started on the 22nd, yeah. so yes. So you've, here's another present for you. We're in, the uh, first quad, we're in the first quarter of Hanukkah. So in a moment, uh, we're going to walk away. Q1 of Hanukkah. So yeah. we'll just say before that, thank you um, so much and have a very wonderful holiday, however you celebrate. And we love you very much. And then uh, anything else? Um, no. Okay, great. Now we're Are you gonna... setting me up to say the thing I said I was going to say No, before? if you wanted to say it, you can listen to I the Zach and the Jess holiday happen, songs. Yeah. I just was giving you the Yeah, we, we have two holiday songs on our album that we released in January of last chow, year. Chow, 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 So you've chow. had to wait a whole... You've legally had to wait the whole year to listen to them. You can listen to them now. Yeah, listen to Saw the Hanukkah Narwhal and, and are Cold, cold Outside, outside. <laughs> um, to get in the festive spirit. So now to keep the festive spirit going, we're going to do, for only the second time ever, a classic off-book... Tradition. Switch miss. We're Zach playing instruments I- now. Okay, bye. Bye. Dana, you can narrate this. Because uh, <laughs> you're the only person on mic now. Uh, you know. Let's explain what's happening. Okay. I'm not even on mic right now. No. no. Can't hear you. Oh, no. The iPad is... Don't switch there. just yet. Don't switch. Should I engineer this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just throw some yes. effects on it. <laughs> All right. So what's happening is... Everyone's getting into place. Still don't hear Dana on the mic. Oh, Brett is looking at the iPad. Is it now? He's playing Plants vs. Zombies. There we go. All right, there's Dana. I'm audible. There's Scott. Here comes Brett. Here comes Brett. Here comes Brett. Right down Get Brett it right Lane. Started, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are we getting it started immediately? Here we are. We've all, right. all switched. Zach is on the keys. This is uh, producer <laughs> Dana. How does it feel, we got Jess? She can't Jess. hear anything, I guess. Oh, yeah. Jess can't hear anything. She's behind the sneeze guard. She can't hear anything. Why can't she hear nothing? Um, well, normally that's my job, but you guys put me on the <laughs> table. <laughs> true. So, that's true. Jess, <laughs> Check the headphone. Push, push. What in. happened the first time you did this? The first time I ever the first time did, did what? Can you exactly? hear now? Engineered hey, anything? Hey, hey, hey! Oh, sorry, Brett, I'm standing you're up. Really getting defensive. <laughs> Brett's like, um, excuse me. <laughs> the first time you did switch this. Say I fixed it. No, we fixed it. I fixed it. I fixed it. I fixed it. Jess, you can hear yourself now. Yes. Okay. Jess can hear now. Oh, Brett had to get his okay. coffee. <laughs> Don't talk to him before he's out of coffee. <laughs> All right, let's see. This is producer Dana now on the mic because we got Jess on the. <laughs> oh. I can't do even a think. Pun. Do a pun. I'm trying to do a pun. I don't even know how to do it. Jess on the set. Jess on the sets. Yes, yes, yes. And then we got Zach. Zachary uh... Reno on the electric piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So good. And we got Paul F. Tompkins still on the mic. I'm still here. Can you play any instruments? No, no. I can't. Well, Are there can... any left to have play? Have tried? I've tried, yeah. 
I've tried. <laughs> what? What have you tried before? What? Oh, I've, nice. tr- I've tried uh, the guitar. I've tried the bass guitar. Ooh. Uh, I made some headway. Oh, I took three piano lessons. Oh, three. Yes, but then I could not play a song at the end, so I was like, "Wait, I'm you not got doing pissed after three? You're like, can't play? I was a child, oh. and no one was making me do it. It was my idea. Okay, yes. So you're like, I want to, but then you got frustrated that after three you That's couldn't, right. you didn't. I made some headway with the with the penny whistle. Somebody oh, just, just gave me one one time, and I started. I learned a few songs on it. What song? Oh, the penny whistle. That's the one with the slide, right? No, that's a slide whistle. <laughs> okay. The penny is the it's one with the penny little, in it. Yeah, it's got a penny. It's a small hole. <laughs> you have to put a penny in to make yeah, it go. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to spend a lot of money. It's easy to play. You just put the penny in and then it takes <laughs> care of itself. <laughs> it's like a tiny jukebox. I learned, what did I learn on the penny whistle? I learned Amazing Grace, oh. Natch, uh, Natch, Walk Away Renee. Okay. Um, and uh, Second most popular Christian song. <laughs> is it? That's right. No idea what that's. Renee's walking on the water. It? Oh, um, yes. and okay. then uh, uh, "Misty Morning," Albert Bridge by the Pogues. Ooh. Wow. Oh, wow, those are the three songs I could play in private. But if you asked me to play in front of people, I would forget where my fingers are supposed to go, which oh, happened no. in a live show one time. A live show, live penny <laughs> yeah. whistle. Yeah, live penny whistle performance. <laughs> you got to live performance. No, I, well, I was on a podcast. I was on a podcast uh, where we were talking about an episode of Star Trek. This was the Treks in the City podcast. We were talking about an episode of Star Trek where the, the, a penny whistle or space version of it yeah. features very prominently. A space version of yes. a penny whistle. They don't call it that, but that's <sighs> clearly what it is. <laughs> we're talking Picard's flute, right? Yes. Of this this okay. is uh, the inner light episode. Mm. And so I, as a surprise, because it, it was a live episode, and I said, I'm going to bring the penny whistle and I'll play Amazing Grace <laughs> at the end. And then I got my fingers set and then I could not remember... I, f- I could not get to the first note. Oh, no. It was mortifying. That's horrifying. But it's a yeah. podcast. You could be like, stop, and then figure it out. But it was it a out. live podcast. Oh, right, right. Uh, yeah. You could just still say, stop. <laughs> If you well, really I, wanted to. I, there were several false starts. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> waiting for the first note. And then Brian Safi came in. Yes, everyone's waiting for the first note. And then Brian Safi came in with uh, a classic roast that I won't spoil for you. Oh. And then uh, that was the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end. Yeah. So do, do you remember what that first note is? What, it's, what is it supposed to no, be? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, can we just take a moment here? I have no 12 idea guesses. how patient you look when you're sitting as a musician over oh, there just being like, when are they going to sing the song? They're Zach like, and Jess are adorable over there. They're a little like, just like meerkats. Oh. Uh, we go now to, um, uh, it's, it's, it's nighttime in a desert and there are small meerkats uh, popping up. up there I think I'll take a look and see hey what's up there I think I'll take a look and see is there another meerkat up there for me is there another meerkat up there for me Jerry, 
I just don't know where to look. I've gone through all the tunnels, and I just can't seem to find another meerkat that's like, you know, like-minded, like me. Have you tried standing up, like the rest of us? <laughs> what? I don't know if I'm ready for that, man. Come on. We're all doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't you know, gotta you guys... kind of do a push-up, and then do it extra hard so you stay up. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. I need a meerkat, cause I'm lonely in this hole. I haven't seen anybody since, well, I don't know. Need another meerkat to touch paws with, cause I'm so lonely down here, and I don't know what's up. Veronica, have you found anyone to take to the meerkat dance yet this weekend? No, I haven't. I've just been down here. Who are you gonna stand up and hold hands against with? Wait, stand up? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? You gotta stand up if you wanna go to the meerkat dance. How else are you gonna hold hands with another meerkat? I've just been curled up in this ball in this hole this whole entire time. I didn't know you were supposed to, like, get up. (laughs) You have so much to learn about this meerkat village. God, I do. I've just been hiding down here. I didn't even know. How do you even, like, push up? Here, Grandpa Meerkat, tell her more about it. Oh, you see, back in my day. (laughs) It's easier with a cane. A cane? Yeah, borrow mine. This is a stick. Well, for a meerkat, a full-grown human cane would be much too tall. We use Don't belittle our products. Right this is here. the best we can do. It just feels like okay, it's Zoomer. just... Okay, Zoomer. Okay, Zoomer. It's just a stick. I want to find another meerkat To take to the dance and stand up and press my paws against Press my paws again. I gotta find another can take grandpa to the dance. (laughs) That would be so uncool. Later at the dance. Oh my god, who is that meerkat? Look at that older, mature guy she's with. Grandpa! Oh, get down. He is making her look so appealing. I just, I just, I just gotta, gotta find out who that meerkat is. Who's that meerkat? That beady pair of eyes across the room, peering into my meerkat soul. I wanna put my palms up against her palms. I wanna stand up on my own hind legs. I wanna nuzzle on her nose, yeah, nuzzle on her nose all night. I'm gonna find me a meerkat. Everybody, the gas fumes have found their way into our meerkat village. And- no! I'm sorry, we have to evacuate the dance. No, but this dance is the only time I got out of my hole, and how am I even going to find another one? 
Uh, you might not. I mean, this stuff is bad news. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, the end. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that was Find a Meerkat, the musical. Nightmare at the Meerkat Dance. Now, Nightmare at the Meerkat Dance, the musical. And as we always that. say at the end of every off book, if you're looking for someone to hold your paws. <laughs> look at me. What? <laughs> Make sure to paint your claws. <laughs>